I arrived at the council hall of congregation at 11 o'clock and in less than 30 minutes, Varys had already convinced me to let him sit in the booth with me to watch the inquiry. I had been sent a brief on what we knew so far about the fate of the Gordon and thought it couldn't hurt to let them watch. In all my years in pan-galactic politics, I'd never met a more aggressive negotiator than my niece. Well, not niece by blood, obviously, but it didn't hurt to be close to the family of the Vietorian representative. We had joined the council at the same time, so it made sense to pair us up. Every civilization in the council was paired up, and their colonies would be slowly merged, until they could be considered one. It was all a part of the council's eventual goal to create one universal civilization. <laughs> I doubt I'll see it happen in my lifetime or even Varys's. Humans aren't generally chuffed about suddenly being forced to share with seven foot tall violet humanoids, and they made sure I knew it. The disc in my pocket vibrates. Time to go in. Varys! Let's go! The kid looks up excitedly at me, their black and yellow eyes wide with excitement. This is gonna be great! Just don't tell your parents, alright? And don't touch anything. Not even the button that says self-destruct. <laughs> Funny. We step forward into my designated sphere. There's three buttons situated underneath a large screen, each one for when it comes to voting. I or nay and abstain. <laughs> Extremely archaic words from a long dead planet, but tradition dictates we use them. It's my understanding that some booths have up to five buttons. Some civilizations have concepts beyond the free, yes, no, and maybe. I tried talking to a Trachadal about them, but <laughs> I just ended up getting confused. In the booth with us are my secretary, Philippa Desivar and Johan Kerry, who is the assistant representative. They look quizzically at the Vietorian kid. Come on, I say, looking at the two of them. It's not like we're at war. She's the child of a friend. Philippa shrugs as if to say fair enough, but Johan continues to look at Varys. Not everyone is as accepting of Vietorians being buddies with humans. See, if I could choose an assistant representative like I could choose my secretary, I would have chosen someone else. But unfortunately, Yon was a runner-up in the election. The chamber is a huge cylindrical room, completely covered in spheres embedded in the wall. Each one contains the representative for a civilization. It's a complicated system that puts them there that very few fully understand. At the centre of the room is a podium, on which stands a 3D projector. As the chambers gets quiet, a voice comes from my speakers and human. We will now play the council anthem. I stand up and so does Yoan and Philippa. I peer out of the sphere and the other representatives, Meductions, Vietorian, Strachadaud, Dorians, Hass, each one of us here in service of the greater good. As the anthem finishes we all sit down and the visualisation of ethos appears, this time in the form of silk scarves floating around in a beautiful dance. It speaks. Every one of us hearing it in our mother tongue. The Rehoris acknowledge the representatives who have joined us in this congregation of the Council of Nimania. The reason for this meeting is the destruction of the CNSS Gorlan and subsequent loss of things Iktubulkan, a Vitorian male and Fatima Hassan, a human female. I never met Fatima, but I spoke to her family back on Anwen when I attended her funeral. It was all carried out with such military efficiency I'm not even sure they got to see her body. Not that that would be a good thing. From the photos on my screen, there wasn't much left of her. 
As for Ayek, his body is still in the council morgue, despite numerous requests from the Vietorians on Agorakitos to send him home. Logos is sending the necessary information to your screens. From what we gather as something emerged from the dwarf star Tiresias and presumably tore apart the Gorlan. The Rephoris find it prudent to tell the council that Kairos was 68% ready for activation. We look at the dancing scarves in shock and Yohan swears under his breath. Kairos was a lesser known part of the Rhetories. It was responsible for when time was of the essence. The council would be suspended and the galaxy would enter a state of emergency. 68% was extraordinarily high. Ethos disappears and in its place, an eternally constructing spiral appears. Logos speaks. The energy signature of Tiresias changed significantly at 6.43 set time. At that point all telemetry cut out. We do know that something left a large amount of organic matter in its wake. A trail of an ashy substance can be found leading from Tiresias, past the Gorlin and onward out of the solar system. The organic matter trails off but on your screens you will be able to see the predicted course. The Rehtoris recommend military action all along this path and the implementation of an immortal operative. At this I turn to Philippa. I can really tell what she's about to say. The kid shouldn't be here for this. Yoan chimes in. Agreed. I press the door release and shoo them out before they can say anything. I quickly transfer them a few units to buy themselves some food and mouth. Go, before closing the door again. Sorry guys, my bad. I didn't realise this congregation would be so... grave. I turn back to the hall and a debate is ensuing about what operative would be assigned to the case. From the 3D project to their profiles of the different ancient beings in service to the council, they have been indentured to us as punishments from the gods. Each one having done something, we don't get told that sort of thing. The representatives Korkski speaking, my sphere translating a series of clicks and taps into something I can understand. And so, in short, Artemis cannot be assigned to this investigation as she is doing important work on Halvatha. And to remove her would undo everything that she and the Vince there have worked to achieve. Fair enough, I think, and press the option to remove Artemis from the listing. For the next few hours, we methodically go through each ancient being in our service. Delia of Corinth. Busy in the depths of the temple of Nemesis of Rigel X. Neutronus, clearing a space station of demonic infestation. One by one, the list gets shorter and shorter, and I watch the name at the bottom of the list get closer and closer to the top. And with creeping dread, I begin to realise that we might actually have to use him. I can tell that everyone else in the chamber feel the same way, and they begin to shuffle nervously. After the penultimate operative is removed from the list, his profile takes the centre of the room. Before anyone gets the chance to speak, the vote is almost unanimously a no. I tap my screen a few times to contest the result. Only one of five I get in a year. Ephos announces me. The hall recognises representative of the humans Alexander Ashton. I fully empathise with the council. We all have our grievances with him. The humans more than anyone, but time is of the essence. We cannot afford to wait around to do nothing while whatever this thing is wreaks havoc in all galaxies. Say what you will about him, but he always completes his task. But at what cost? The Hass representative Morville of the Deep speaks. On the colony of Vestia, he was said to free the copper shadow from its torment. 
and he ended up destroying the whole artifact along with it. On a mission to retrieve a new weapon schematic, he just didn't return. There's a reason he's nowhere near having done his time in working for us. I take a deep breath. And I see that. I see all of you, but no one else is available and if we wait any longer, the trail of this thing will go cold. Kairos was at 68% and if the Rhetories recommend the use of an ancient one, then I for one intend to take their advice. I implore you to think not about your petty squabbles, but about the greater good for all of our sakes. I sit down and watch the charts on my graph filling with the new votes. Every single representative in the hall selected abstain or some equivalent. And as the yellow bar rises and rises, I get the message. If we absolutely have to use him, it's going to be you who bears the responsibility. As the final vote comes in, I press I and Ephus speaks. The motion carries. The council moves to assign Adam Delta 5 to the task of investigating the new disturbance. He shall be notified. The congregation disbands for the day and we begin to file out. Send the sphere at onto Philippa. He's gonna be our problem, isn't he? She nods sympathetically. I'm gonna need some painkillers and the whiskey. Alexander Ashton is played by Jonathan Arloy. Veris is played by Teresa Scheiben. Johan Kelly is played by Nathan James. Marvel of the Deep and Karksy played by Glyn Pritchard. Durian representative played by Anna Mae Wood. Adam Delta 5, writing and sound design, all by Kai Gwilin Pritchard. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Chain of Being. Email us at chainofbeingofficial at gmail.com for inquiries and stuff. Cover art by Kai Gwilin Pritchard. Thanks for listening.